Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Front Porch Political Talk Show with your host, Hatton Humphrey bringing you thoughtful comments on the news of the day, as well as lessons from the past and insights into things to come. We offer our comments and invite you to add your own. Good evening, everyone. It is Sunday, (laughs) May 15th. 2016. This is the Front Porch Political Talk Show. My name is Hatton Humphrey, and I thank everyone for listening in. Our show is produced through TalkShoe, which provides two ways to be a part of the call. You can dial in area code 724-444-7444. TalkCast ID is 75570. You can also join us on the web-based text chat at TalkShoe.com slash TC slash 75570. Uh, we also stream the recording session live into Shores Lounge on Second Life. Um, if you're interested in participating uh, or learning more about Second Life or seeing past show notes or listening to all the past art- episodes, go to our website at frontporchtalk.net. And um, the links have been fixed. I, I didn't realize that they were broken, but uh, the links were broken, so I've, I've got them working again. Uh, there's links at the top for participate. Information about Second Life, including a direct link to uh, our location in NSL, uh, as well as show notes, announcements, podcasts, episodes, and videos. The show is also streamed onto Red State Talk Radio and delivered directly via iTunes or your favorite podcast player. If you want to submit comments from any of those locations, you can email conservativepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can email comments on articles we do talk about or articles that we don't talk about. So if you find an article in, in a show notes and you're going, I can't wait for them to talk about this, and we do what sometimes sometimes happens, well, normally happens, and we don't get to the end of the articles, uh, and, and you, you absolutely positively want to share your thoughts with us, absolutely do that. Uh, you can also do that on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash frontporchpoliticaltalk or, vi- or via Twitter at ECConservative. Um, now, tonight's episode is titled Outside the Lines. Um, it, it's, it's really interesting because the, the media frenzy that is Donald Trump has stolen a lot of of time and reactions and all other sorts of fun comments from all places. That doesn't mean that other things are still aren't have all the all of a sudden just stopped happening. So we're going to be looking at some of the stuff that's going on outside the line. So that means beyond legislative, um, outside. Uh, litigation or outside of constitution or in this case executive action um, and and we start with uh, something that actually happened last week but I want to go ahead and bring it in for or 
two weeks ago, but I want to bring it in uh, for this episode, and that is what happened in Detroit. Now, uh, apparently, the Detroit Teachers Union um, has has been at odds with Detroit Public Schools um, over paying, continuing to pay teachers over the summer. The Detroit Public School System said, we haven't got the money to do it. And the Detroit teachers said, well, fine. If we're going to, if you're not going to pay us, well, we'll just, we'll just all call in sick. This action on May 2nd closed more than, or closed 94 out of 97 schools uh, as... 1,562 teachers headed to their unions, heeded their union's call to stay home. That put more than 45,000 students missing school. Um, the state has already approved 87 or 47.8 million in emergency money to keep the school system operating, but that amount only pays the district's bills through June 30th. Detroit schools also would be unable to fund summer school or special education programs after June 30th. The state legislature is considering a $720 million restructuring plan that would pay off the district's enormous debt. So the, the sick out happened. Um, it had a... It had a, it had the impact that the teachers wanted because if I remember correctly, that seven hundred and twenty million dollar restructuring finally got pushed through, and um, the teachers are going to to be paid. But this is kind of kind of the example that that I was looking at and looking for when when I talk about working outside the lines. Um, you know, it's it's within acceptability, but it's not really what you would expect, I guess is the best way to put it. Well, I mean, I really don't like teachers' unions at all, okay? Let me, let me put that up front. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're leaving something fairly important out of the story. Okay. The... If you're a member of the Detroit Teachers Union, you get to choose whether you, it's almost like winning the lottery. You can, you can get it over 20 years, or you can get it all in one, one lump sum. And in, in Detroit, the teachers get to say, I want all of my money in the nine or 10 months that I work. Uh, and other teachers who can't manage their money very well, I guess, say, no, I'd, I want to get paid over the summer as well so they could get... They agree to work for the exactly the same amount of money, except they get spread over the full 12 months. And, and what was about to happen is, even though they had worked the full school year, they weren't going to get their summer pay. And, and their point was, we've, we, we put in the work. Uh, and, the, you know, ostensibly, they showed up and they did lesson plans and all that, and got shot at a few times and all the necessary stuff you do in a school today in Detroit. Mm -hmm. But they weren't going to get their money. They weren't going to get, they weren't going to get all their pay. So there's, there's a, a side, there's a story on their side. 
and I, I'm, you know, I whether or not the state should have bailed Detroit out, whether or not the federal government should bail the state uh, the state out for bailing Detroit out is a separate discussion. But in this particular case, um, I think probably the teachers had a point. Well, and I, I, I didn't say they didn't have a point. Um, it's it's how they made their point that was interesting. Um, you know, we've got local school districts here, and, and I, 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 for the most part, agree with you, especially in large cities when it comes to, to teachers' unions. In other cases, I've seen them do what they were supposed to do and not, you know. We need, we need, we need another episode of full disclosure here. Another episode of full disclosure. What does your wife do for a living? Uh, she's a graphic designer now. She used to be in a teacher's union. Yes. She's no longer yes. in a teacher's union. No. Okay. All right. Well, maybe, maybe full disclosure no. no longer is needed. No, full disclosure is no longer needed. Okay. Um, you know, and, and there are, you know, there there have been times where, you know, individuals have gone, um, or because because a school district didn't negotiate a contract, the 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 pay rates stayed the same for numbers of years while the cost of living increased. You know, that's you know, it, my mind that's that's part of what a union is supposed to do. Um, while at the same time, I always 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 refer back to what happened in Buffalo the Buffalo School District and their health care plan when they wanted to consolidate all of the health care plans down into the, large, into the largest network with the best doctors and the highest amount of coverage and ask everybody to pay one-tenth of the premium per month. And the the union sued and won and made the school district manage four different networks worth of plans or in this case 16 different plans for their for their teachers so um you know they, they say what you will about the the teachers unions um there are times when they do what they're supposed to do and in this case you know, was the sick out a, this is what they were supposed to do. In other cases, I've seen just straight out informational pickets. They, you know, a group, a subset group of teachers that isn't responsible for loading and unloading buses um, walks, walks around with, with signs at the student drop-off area so that parents can see what's going on. And I'm sure they did that as well. The sick out is probably... Something to grab national attention. Now, something else that grabbed national attention or grabbed enough attention for us to um, uh, for for us to talk about it. I didn't hear or see the news article that De Blasio decided to level the mayoral guns of the of New York City against Chick-fil-A and its two franchises in the city. He did. He urged New York City, the residents of New York City not to go to either of the Chick-fil-A's. 
in New York City, and guess what happened? When he announced that, I don't know where Chick-fil-A headquarters is. I think it's in the Midwest somewhere, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, I, they had to go out on a drunken binge when he did that. They, I mean, they must have celebrated for a week. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get rich. Well, the, 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 the denizens of New York City did, did the old thumb-biting routine at the mayor and... Uh, apparently, business has not been uh, business has never been better at the Chick Fil A's. Um, I mean, well, you, question, you could see that coming. The the not coloring in the lines is the fact that this idiot is representative of all the idiots who actually think that if if they make some profundication, that they actually drive the the car. That they actually, I mean, it's like idiot before the current idiot deciding that he could get people to stop drinking Coke sugared beverages by making them drink it out of smaller bottles. I mean, the man was an absolute deluded fool, and so was de Blasio. He had, somebody had to have said, if you do this, it's going to be the best thing that ever happened to Chick fil A. And the guy, in his obstinacy or in his, in his, absent-mindedness, simple-mindedness, went ahead and did it anyways. And, and, and now he's just locked in his office wondering what went wrong. Why isn't everybody doing what I told them to do? I'm the mayor. Yeah. Go, go to ahead, answer the question, they're headquartered in College Park, Georgia. Okay. They were founded 69 years ago. Apparently, they used to be called Dwarf House. <laughs> and clearly, de Blasio has never heard of a bicot. Uh, I'm sorry, Dwarf House? Yes. The original, the original restaurant was founded 69 years ago in Atlanta, Georgia, called Dwarf House. Okay. Did they okay. Have dwarf Excuse me. Originally it was called the Dwarf Grill, which is now called the Dwarf House, which I guess maybe still exists. Um, the original first service restaurant offers... Okay, I guess it's um, it's a chain of of kind of full service Chick Fil A's, except they're called Dwarf House in Atlanta. Gotcha. Maddie wants us to fork Bill De Blasio. <laughs> I, no, he's 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 too much he's too much gristle and fat. Oh, um, I mean, speaking of food, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, according to uh, let's see, let me get to the full article here. Uh, the two Midtown Manhattan locations are doing big business with lines often stretching around the block. In fact, the chain is doing so well in the Big Apple that 12 new locations are expected to pop up around the city over the next year. According to the New York Post, Chick-fil-A is beating McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, and Subway with average sales per store of $13.5 million a year. So... Yeah, the, this is this is definitely the case of uh, De Blasio uh, um, doing his best version of the exhaust of a car, and New Yorkers doing their best version of uh, of ignoring what he said. Um, well, and Bloomberg conditioned him to it. I mean. I mean yeah, it's, 
it didn't take them long to figure out that it, it made no difference that two 16-ounce bottles equaled a 32-ounce bottle, and, and it, so, did the, so did the guy selling the stuff. And, and this, this, this fool thought because of his billions and the fact that he'd been elected mayor by a bunch of morons gave him the, the, uh, the power to mandate what size drink they could buy. And, and you know, the, the, the New Yorkers responded eventually, rebounded back, and entrepreneurial, you know, they, they were trucking 32-ounce bottles of Coke and, 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 and Mountain Dew across the border, sometimes called the George Washington Bridge, mm. and, and the whole thing just fell apart. Wait, and, of course it did. And the amazing thing is that, I mean, it, this is kind of a... a an occupational hazard for politicians in general. But you think that they would learn that just because they're important doesn't mean they're God. They can't just well, do decrees. I, I, you know what? It's funny because you and I can sit here and say you'd think they'd learn, and, and we can look at examples of all over the place, you know, from from state from state level to to federal level uh, in other countries you'd think dot 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 yes. they don't they don't because they have a they're they have in, an they're overly living the, they're living in the bubble their own private echo chamber built for them by the the people they surround them with themselves with and they really they really believe that the, their words are are effective and effective both, and and they're not. They're not. I think we're in, we're misinterpreting why he wants to ban Chick Fil A in New York City. It has nothing to do with the size of the drinks or anything like that. Oh no, I, I didn't even go into I didn't even go yeah, into why I, I he know, he issued that. Go I ahead. Know, but Chick Fil A is a Christian based organization. They're founded on Christian values. They're not open on Sundays. They're closed on Sundays. If y'all remember a few years ago, the owner of Chick-fil-A said that he wasn't in favor of gay marriage. So there was a boycott of Chick-fil-A nationwide, and it became one of their biggest selling days ever. This mm -hmm. is the reason why the Blasio is wanting to uh, shut down Chick-fil-A in New York. It's because of their pro-Christianity message. Well, and for for whatever the reason that he, he decided to do it, he <laughs> he did it in the worst way possible, and in doing it in the worst way possible has managed to cement their existence in that area. And so, expansion plans. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, now... Speaking of fast food, uh, another fast food chain that is working outside the lines is Wendy's. And this is a see, I told you so, or see, we told you so. Because ever since the minimum wage hikes have been predicted or have been announced, it was predicted that electronics and software would be brought in to reduce uh, employee overhead. Um, Wendy's 
plans to install self-service kiosks in their 6,000 restaurants across the nation by year's end. Um, this will allow them to remove numbers of uh, of employees that would have been ha that would have to be raised to the fifteen dollar an hour minimum. Um, Burger not, King and it's not just the food service kiosks. Today, a good friend of mine bought me breakfast at Friendly's, and this good friend of mine is a, a congenital liberal, and sitting next to him was this electronic wonderment, mm -hmm. and, and the uh, he's waiting for the bill, and finally I said, "You got to you got you use this to pay the bill." What? Well, make a long story short, I had to walk him through it <laughs> because he's he's not uh, technologically literate, and and he was like marveling at it. And then I said, "Do you realize why we why this is here?" And he didn't get it at all. I said, "It's because it allowed them to cut two warm bodies off their staff because of the fifteen dollar an hour thing coming from Andrew Cuomo." And so he was all appalled. And then I said, "You realize also in 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 Cortland County where I live, uh, Applebee's has done it. The mm -hmm. chili the chili range uh, uh, franchises have done it, and now Friendlies. And I there's probably right. others, but they're all right. doing it. And it, the, the technology was sitting on the shelf waiting. Yeah, I know that uh, the uh, Chili's and the Olive Garden and all that, they've, they've had that for a few years over here. And there's an additional yeah. bonus in that uh, on those things, you can also you, you can use them to order, to order in a limited capacity. You can play games on them and whatnot. And, of course, if you do so, they get to charge you more. Mm -hmm. So, so if, you're, if, your child's, if, if your child is bored and, and you don't have something for them to do, you can stick that thing in front of them and for $2 they can play, you know, a free game off the internet. Well, it wouldn't technically be free. Well. Out that Panera, is, Panera Bread is doing it as well. I mean, it's they mm -hmm. really have shot themselves. I mean, the foot doesn't cover the problem. They shot themselves somewhere else. <laughs> even, even more damaging than their foot. I'd, I'd, go, I'd go for they stepped on a landmine. Okay. I, I don't eat a lot of fast food. Every now and then I'll treat myself. I'm a, I love McDonald's chicken nuggets. And what I really love about McDonald's chicken McNuggets is the people that work there, they can't count to 10. So they can't. They can't count to 10. You, you, get a 10. you get 10 nuggets to an order. Most people can't count to 10. So a lot of times when I'm getting a 10-piece nugget, I may have 11 in there. I may have 12. At one point, I've had 15 in a 10-piece nugget. Now, this may sound sad, but these are the same people who are wanting $15 an hour. Can't, if they can't count to 15 or 10, why do they deserve it? Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, it's it's kind of like every time we go we, we go through the fast food place, and my daughter orders a a, a hamburger, she always gets a cheeseburger. She used to. Well, and that's the problem. My daughter's lactose intolerant. It's not real cheese anyway. It's cheese-flavored <laughs> food. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. 
but she would order a hamburger it's, and it's they would cheese, invariably it's cheese order. colored food. Yeah, cheese colored food. I understand that, but it's still it it, yeah, it, <laughs> it has the same. It, you, you understand what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, I'm And not only that, but even though they're putting in these kiosks, the 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 restaurants which have already said we're going to have to raise our raise our prices have already started working in price increases. So they're bringing in they're they're bringing in self order kiosks and they're increasing prices. You can't blame them. No, you can't. It's the free market. And people, instead of paying, you know, instead of paying, you know, what was it, five fifty for, or instead of paying three three fifty four dollars for breakfast, you know, you pull through, you know, Tim Hortons or a McDonald's or a Burger King or or whatever, and you know, a, a breakfast sandwich, a coffee, and some kind of side, it's five fifty six six dollars. And people just pay it. People just shrug and pay it. Even though the, the minimum wages haven't increased yet. All right. I'm done. I'm done talking about food. Let's talk about drugs. <laughs> I don't I don't have a clean segue for this one. Um Pfizer has has decided that they are blocking the use of their medication, of their drugs, for for lethal injections. Um, I got a I got a I got a question for Joseph. Okay, go ahead. Is this any different than the owner of Chick Fil A closing on Sundays for obviously religious uh, convictions? It's what different. The the people from Pfizer say that they don't want their drugs used uh, to uh, facilitate the death penalty. Now, did they do that to save money? Did they do that to uh, uh, sell fewer drugs? Or did they do it because they have some type of moral conviction that the drug death penalty is immoral? Maybe it's because they don't want their company name associated with lethal injection. <laughs> or, or, or because there, there's in some of their hearts, there's a moral issue. Okay. Either way, there's a, there's either way, a it's, it's, it's the same answer. But these are the same people that put out the boner pill, Viagra. Now, it may have all the greatest purposes in the world, but it's still used for uh, that activity. You know, it, it's funny. I had, I was, I was, I was sleeping, watching Fox News, and I heard this story this morning. And with my sick, half-awake, half-asleep mind, I thought of a new way to execute prisoners that did not involve lethal injection. It involves a gun, three ropes, and that's it. You cover up a box where you don't know which rope is going to pull the trigger. You place the gun somewhere in the um, perpetrator's face, and three people pull a rope, and you just clean up the aftermath. And I, I mean, that's that's the equivalent of what the what the uh, lethal injection is. You're right, because exactly. there's 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 three buttons that three doctors push, and that way none of them can truly say I killed this person. Um, 
Yeah, they, when might. they had firing squads, when they had firing squads, two out of the ten people had blanks, or, exactly. or two two out of the ten people had live bullets. So, but it's this is the, this is this company's way of I think honestly, Larry, to, to give you my answer to your question, I think that the the reason Pfizer pulled it and and they say it they said on their website. Um, um, Pfizer's actions cement the pharmaceutical industry's opposition to the misuse of medicines. Um, <laughs> there's a reason why this story and the next article are in the order that they are in, and, and I'll get to that last. But this buys Pfizer good PR at a time when the when when the newest target of the big movement. We've had big tobacco, we've had big sugar, we've had big oil. Now we've got big pharma. And and Pfizer is watching public opinion as much as they're watching their stock price. And given I, I, I can say the very same words you just said about the owner of Chick fil A. I don't know if it's true or not. But, I mean, it's possible that he, he being a good businessman and a good reader of public opinion and, and, and having a good sense of a rising movement of anger against, you know, the, all this crap about gay marriages, decided that he would sell a lot more chicken if he took a public position on, on gay marriage. And by gosh, it worked. He made a zillion bucks. Now, I'm accusing him of exactly what you just accused the Pfizer people of. Neither one of us know the truth of it. But no. on the outside, they, to me, they both taste the same. Pun but here's pun. the difference. Here's the difference. And, and I know you didn't intend that pun. God, I hope you didn't. Um, the, the, the thing with Chick-fil-A is that Chick-fil-A has been an openly published Christian company since its founding. Pfizer had a come-to-Jesus moment, and yes, I did intend that pun, that pun, and said, we're against the use of our, of our medications and lethal injections. And they just did that. Okay, let's... So, let's, so, so let's, there, there, is, there, there is a bit of a history difference. I understand exactly what you're saying, and I'm not going to deny that, that the, the founder of Chick-fil-A coming out and saying... You know, saying what he said a few years ago might have had some um, some forethought uh, uh, with regards to revenue, but Pfizer. There's some. There's other news that's happened with Pfizer. I can't remember if it was Pfizer or, or another pharmaceutical company. Pfizer is trying to take themselves out of the target, and their stock price reflected it because they closed even on the same day that they. Uh, that they made this announcement. Go ahead, Joseph. The problem is not that the drug manufacturers are making lethal injection drugs. The problem is we are victimizing the people who are on death row. If Joe Blow raped, murdered, and slain, and buried, and dismembered a 13-year-old girl, he deserves to be put to death. But the problem is he's been on death row for probably 13 years. It's about time that Texas takes care of him 
But you're going to have these come to Jesus people who are going to say, well, he's a victim. He's mentally retarded. He didn't know what he was doing. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. If the news media would actually do their job and report about the victim that this person slain, then we would not have to worry about Pfizer or any other drug company pulling their drugs off the market to sell to the states for lethal injection. But we do live in a culture where we victimize everything except for victims. Now, well, and 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 here's the thing. I just had an aha moment. If Donald Trump is not elected president, he should he should open a side business making manufacturing the three drugs that are required for lethal injection. I'm going to open my own pharmaceutical company. I'm going to call it the Voltron Lethal Injection Company. And every time that one of these pieces of human excrement is put to death by any state in the union, I'm going to plaster it all over my website, and I will even put a nice little billboard on my corporate offices. And at the bottom of it, I'm going to, I'm going to say, we also sell boner pills. I will make trillions of dollars. I will be able to pay off the national debt. Wow. And with the taxes that I personally pay the government, I will be able to buy three aircraft carriers and Donald Trump a new house. Assuming, of course, you can find any suppliers. I'll make my own. Don't... Yeah, you're going you're gonna to open the potassium mines and... Hey, I could use anything to make too. I'll use anything for lethal injection. I'll use a little bit of ketamine. Well, and 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 I'm going to stop you there. I'm I'm going to stop you there because, in all honesty, maybe, just maybe, um, there's a New York lawmaker that may have found a, a way for us to deal with those that are sentenced on death row, though not. That's not what he intends. Um, apparently a New York lawmaker is pushing for legalized injection facilities, making it possible for heroin junkies to shoot up if the legislation goes through. Assemblyman uh, Linda Rosenthal, who represents Manhattan's Upper West Side, is planning to introduce legislation for supervised injection facilities partially funded by the state. This would enable, would enable drug users to get high while medical staff closely watch over them. Rosenthal said that these facilities would prevent overdoses because of supervision and help addicts recover because they'll have access to treatment. Maybe it would just allow for some overdoses to happen. What the fool is, what the fool is not including in his calculations is that the limiting factor on how much how many drugs an addict uses is the amount of money he has because they will spend every penny they have on drugs uh, on mm -hmm. their drug of choice so the assumption is that if you get a drug addict a heroin addict to go in and get shot up in a, in a safe manner for free that that's going to take care of him, that he's not going to go out and rob that day. Well, that's not true. What will happen is the, the heroin addict will go to the free clinic and get shot up, and sometime later today, because he's now um, 
that much more conditioned to the drug will go out and rob somebody to get another shot that day. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, the damn fool just doesn't know what he's talking about again. Well, no, and, and, you know, they talked about this, and I actually, I started to create, I created a video on this, and I, I didn't post it because I, I wanted to get more information about it before I, before I went spouting off at the hip. Now that I've gotten the more information, I'm going to spout off at the hip. Uh, first of all, it's, it, it, it is a place where people that have already have their dosages can come in unquestioned, sit down and shoot up, while somebody that's underpaid gets to sit there and, and watch people slowly kill themselves. It, supposedly, it's supposed to provide an avenue to treatment. It, it, if you're enabling the patient, I'm sorry, if you're enabling the addict by providing a free, a free, safe place where they can shoot up, how is that going to encourage them to seek treatment? Well, the response is... And just as just as a third, it's our taxpayer dollars. Yeah, okay. It's our taxpayer dollars. Let me respond. I agree with this proposal in principle, right up until the point where they say and taxpayer funded. You can, if you like, legalize the existence of these places, let them find their funding somewhere other than the tax coffers, and I'm fine with it. But I agree with this assemblyman, well, assemblywoman. When she says, and this is entirely true, they are going to shoot up wherever they are. They need their fix. This is to put them in a safe place and connect them with services that will help them to get rid of their addiction. That is the quote on the, on the story. Mm -hmm. You can't, the you can't logical, just say... logical error is the contention that they will do this in lieu of going out and, and shooting up. And that's not true. Historically, what will happen is they will do this in addition to what they had been doing. There, there is nothing on here that says anything about them not being able to use the same facility more than once a day or anything like that. It is not saying that the facility would be providing the heroin, so they're going to they're gonna have to get it some way or another, which they would have done anyway. You, you are not... You are not stopping anyone by not having a safe place for this where you could have a counselor on hand to say, you know what, maybe, maybe you shouldn't be doing this. Maybe you, if you've got some problems, we can help you. And maybe some of them listen. And that's, that's going to be a lot more than what they're getting now. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw a quick parallel. And this may not be an accurate parallel, but I'm going to draw a quick parallel that popped in my head. Maybe the there was, what's that? Maybe the lines will eventually cross. <laughs> well, I, I remember hearing about a a failed, maybe not failed, but but a requirement in some state that any place that provided an abortion had to provide an ultrasound first. I believe that is still in effect in many places. It was actually quite controversial a few years ago. Exactly. So. How controversial is it to say, oh, yes, we'll, we'll give you a place to do your fix, but you really should do that. I'm not, I'm not trying to equate heroin use with pregnancy. 
I, I'm just that that is that is the first thing that popped into my head yeah. though. And that, that's 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 actually that's another reason why it should not be taxpayer funded, because you don't have then you don't have that kind of nexus between the government, which honestly really shouldn't be doing those kinds of things, and this this situation where maybe you you're going to want to be able. I, I guarantee you, there are private organizations out there who would love to be able to open up centers like this because they know that they can get into a position where they can help people. And, and right now, and, and in all honesty, right, and right now, the government is saying if the government would say if you open up a place like this, we're going to come in and shut you down because you're operating the heroin equivalent of a crack house. They're not they're, whether or not they're they're passing out Narcan now to nonprofit agencies, to food banks, and to assistance places, which is another good thing. Again, it's coming out of taxpayer dollars, but they're passing out Narcan to these people. And, you know, so it's, here's the thing. I understand the reason why this, why this assemblywoman is, has come up with this idea. New York State has, and I'm sure this has happened in multiple states, has experienced a, a dramatic increase in the number of heroin and opiate-related drug deaths. People that, that that are overdosing on on these drugs, you know, in a lot of cases, they're getting help and then they're coming out and then they're 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 shooting up with the same amounts that they were shooting up with before they went into into rehab, and it's too much for the body to handle and the the heart stops or whatever. Um, when would they do the counseling session when they're tying off the? Uh the druggies veins or when they're heating up the spoon or when there's nothing in here saying anything about them doing the actual injecting it's just a matter of saying okay you can no, be they, they're not, not going to get beat up you're not going to get arrested you can you're safe as safe as you can be in this particular situation okay your tax dollars is going to pay for a junkie. To and I just it. said I do not support no, the use of no, tax dollars. No, and, and, and Toa, Toa, stop for a second, because right now we're talking about New York State, which is as liberal as they come, and whether, whether as a libertarian you agree or disagree with the taxpayer dollars, that's the reality of what they're proposing. This is obviously the, the assemblywoman who knows that she has a lot of drug heads in her district. So she's trying to appease to them. The, the problem with these liberal ideals is they never see the real-world implications. I yeah, and how many of those drug heads are, A, going to go out and vote, or B, going to be allowed to vote because a lot of them probably have criminal records, which is another okay. issue entirely. Okay, have you ever worked with the public? No. I work with the public. I sell cigars to potheads every day of the week. And while I hate the fact that these people walk into my store, I'm going to sell it to them because it's going to make me money, make my company money, and they're going to keep coming back. What people don't realize when they put in these stupid asinine laws and ideas is what really happens on the surface. You see, when crackhead one or pothead B come into the store to get their cigars or what have you to perpetuate their addiction, 
They don't see where things are going. They don't see the fact that Crackhead A has never had a real job in his life, but he's been living off the system since he was able to file the paperwork to do so. So technically, I am paying for not only his drugs, but his things to facilitate his drug use. This assemblywoman has no idea what goes on in the real world because she lives in Albany, she votes in Albany, and she gets her ideas from people who have no idea what the real world is all about. See, the ugliness of liberalism is when you fix your mind to these liberal ideas and you think idealism instead of realism, you don't see what happens in the real world. You are no longer a realist. Who's forcing you to make those sales? My company is. Because what I am selling... Well, if you don't like it, product. don't work for them. Okay, that's everywhere. Cigars... No, and, and, perfect. and... and, and I'm, I'm sorry the world doesn't live up to your expectations. <laughs> yeah, but you don't see what goes on, do you? Because you sit in front of a computer all day. You don't have to deal with the public who come in four times a night because they need a cigar so they can smoke their weed with it. And on top of that, they need some beer. All legal products. You see, I have a license to sell those products. But they don't see the implications. You don't see the implications of what happens when those stupid people who make the stupid laws based on faulty ideology and live in well, the and, and, and the, <sighs> there, there, there are a couple of interesting um, of interesting comments that I want to bring in. Um, first of all, from TalkShoe, uh, one of the listeners said, um, let, me, let me go back to it. At least they don't leave, from a safe injection space, they wouldn't leave AIDS-laced needles in the street. Um, you know, because while... Toa, you're right. There's nothing in this proposal that says that the, the 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 attendant nurse would be sticking the needle in their vein. Um, my guess is is that it's also a place where they can get clean needles and right, exposed like ones. So so let's let's make that assumption. Um, the the interesting thing, Erie County Health Commissioner Dr. Gail Bernstein. Burstein said, "My feeling is there is no such thing as safe and uh, such thing as a safe injection site for heroin. Safe injection of heroin is an oxymoron." Also true, but there so, is such a thing as a safer site. So um, that that was that was my that that article was my knee jerk reaction. Um, my. My, the, the thing that had my head go boom. Um, so, the last article that we're probably going to have a chance to talk about tonight because we're, we're up against, we're, we're, we've got only a f less than 10 minutes left in the show, um, was really the impetus for the subject outside the lines. And um, it, it is President Obama's uh, order or guidance from the Departments of Justice and Education. Okay, now 
I, I, I will say this. Those that listened to the show last week know that we have spent more time than any of us really want to talking about where people go wee-wee and whatever. Um, I'm using Joseph's term there. You know, the bathroom issue. Well, Obama decided to jump in, both feet fully planted in a whiskey tango foxtrot moment where he, he instructed the Departments of Justice and Education to tell public schools that they should allow transgender students to use bathrooms that match their gender identity and a, several, and a separate civil rights lawsuit against North Carolina transgender law. Um, the, the main thing I wanted to talk about was the Department of Education piece because he pulled a speed limit on bathroom access. He basically said, if schools do not allow transgender students to utilize the bathroom that they identify with and the locker room that they identify with, they will lose federal funding. Um... It's not so much the content, but the concept that is that is extremely frustrating and counterproductive. To be completely honest with you, because it goes outside of those lines. I mean, I, I made the, it's. It, I, I said he pulled the speed limit. Well, if everybody, if anybody remembers when fifty-five miles an hour was the speed limit for those younger listeners, um, that was a nationwide speed limit that was set based on the directive from the Department of Transportation. And the DOT said, if you do not set your federal high, set your state highway speed limits to 55 miles an hour, we will pull funding for, for we'll pull transportation funding. Um, talk to you listeners says that's extortion. That's exactly what it is. It's it's a it's a well it's a well historyed uh, technique. It's done in many things beyond the speed limit. It's what got the uh, drinking age up to twenty one. It's what mm-hmm. got seatbelt laws passed in forty nine of the fifty states. It's that's basically how they do almost everything really on the when it comes to state laws influencing them. And and in some cases, in the speed limit case, in the seatbelt case, not so sure on the drinking age drinking age limit thing but those are issues of safety or at least perceived issues of safety you know requiring seat belts to be buckled there was there was proof and evidence that people were more likely to survive crashes if they wore their seat belts there was proof i don't know how real or how questionable it was that by reducing the speed limit to 55 miles an hour, you would save on you would save on gas, and it would cause less work to be less maintenance to be done on highways. There, this has no basis in proof. This has no basis in reality. From talking from the content side, hence the reason the concept really throws me. For a loop, um, President Obama you... has two teenage daughters, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, what if some 
300-pound lineman who is about six foot five, who one day identified himself as a girl, went to the locker room in which one of Obama's daughters is changing. Well, in 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 that specific scenario, they the Obama daughters are now used to Secret Service protection. What if the Secret so, Service are on a coffee break? Well, it doesn't happen. It's no, and, and, and in all honesty, in all honesty, this is this is something that he can he can safely declare as being required. You know, it is a it is a simple case of the president has taken an agenda and a promise or a conversation and pushed it in such a way that now he has enraged not only the parents but most of the citizens of the states in which he's dealing with this, or in, in, in which this has been called out. Um, well, this goes back to my previous argument, where you have liberals who are making policy and do not know the real world. Now, President Obama does have teenage daughters. Does he really want his teenage daughters changing in a room with men? The point is, point point hats making is Obama is fully aware that that is never going to happen to them specifically. And so and the point that I, and, 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 and Joseph 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 he doesn't care about the rest of the public. He cares about the perception that by taking this concept, he is able to extend the will of a vast minority. Trans, I mean, this this ruling impacts not even is it even a full percent of the population of the United States? I don't even I don't even not. think it's a, I don't even think it's a full percent. And and basically marginalizes the ninety nine percent. You want to talk about a one percent a one percenter? There you go. I so hate that term. I it's, know. It's 0.03%. 0.03%. Thank you, Larry. So, like I said, it was the concept, not the content. He could have came out and said that everybody needs to buy a pet fox because pet foxes are the best pet as a mix that, that meets right in the middle between a cat and a dog, and everybody needs to have one. Doesn't matter. I It's, it's asinine. Unfortunately, I, as I predicted, we're also out of time. So these are things that have gone outside the lines. There are a few more articles that we didn't get to, including call it, calling, uh, having colleges uh, refer to criminals as justice-involved justice individuals, um, and, uh, and an interesting article about OSHA and uh, the requirement now rather than the option for, uh, for reporting of workplace injuries. So... If you have any comments on what we did or did not talk about, you can email them to us at conservativepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also post messages on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash talk. If you liked what you heard, we ask you to blog about us. Tell five of your friends. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at EC Conservative. If you didn't like what you heard, you know what? We'll still invite you to join us next week where you will probably hear different words in a different order. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Have a great night. Good night, Chuck. Your boss leaves town in nine months. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.